Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent show discussing topics that women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So join me each week as we conquer, heal, and evolve together. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Janae, and I am super excited because I have some of my girls joining me for today's conversation. And today we're going to be talking about singleness. Um, As many of you know, I am single, okay? Um, Ready to mingle whenever God tells me it's time. But I am single, and although I've been dealing with the whole quarantine and COVID-19 situation, pretty good on most days. I know that there are some of y'all who haven't been um, as fortunate because this is the first time that you're really having to deal with yourself. You're having to face your issues. You're having to face some of your hurt that you've run away from. And so today we're going to talk about singleness, purpose, and this season of what some people call loneliness. Um, And just want to change your perspective of how you view your quote-unquote loneliness. So I have right now Michelle and Janae joining me. Amber is in Target, y'all. She's shopping, honey, not social distancing, but she's going to be joining us in a few. So um, we're going to start off with Michelle and Janae. They're going to introduce themselves, and then we're going to jump into this awesome conversation. Yes. I guess I'll go first, right, Janae? (laughs) Hey everyone, my name is Michelle Anna, and I am a lifestyle and beauty influencer at Love Michelle Anna, and I'm also just an all-around content creator, creative entrepreneur. I love all things Jesus, business, and coffee, and um, I'm just excited to be here today. I love my girl Jess, and this is about to be an amazing conversation. Yes. Okay, I guess it's my turn. Um, I'm Janae. I am a singer, songwriter, um, up and coming, I guess you could say. Um, I'm at Alana J underscore Sings Instagram. Um, that's my pen name. Nothing's really out under that name yet. Plug. But um, yeah, I'm looking for that, but I'm so excited. I'm excited to have y'all. Um, and let's tell them how we got the name Couch Crew. Because I'm definitely going to title this Couch Crew Singleness. I'm going to tie it all in together. But how did we come up with the name of the Couch Crew? Well, it really literally started on the couch. Like, we just went over Amber's house, and we were hanging out, and we were having really deep conversation and just having, like, bouncing back, like, revelations that we mm-hmm. were having about the seasons and experiences that we've mm-hmm. had in the past. Right, Janae? It was literally like... Yeah, that's, it so really authentic. just came out of nowhere. Yeah. So authentic. It was crazy, like, how flowy we were mm-hmm. in conversation. Mm-hmm. And we were just getting together for the first time, first time. Right? right. Yeah, that was the first time. That's wild. And it was just, it was a reminder to me that as women, we experience so much of the same things that we don't realize because we don't talk about it. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, y'all would have never known that I'm the blocking queen if we would have never had that conversation, honey. I do not play games when it comes to blocking people. Oh listen, God. you really are. Listen, she is really the listen. blocking queen. 
Okay. Listen, I will buy. Like, without hesitation. Without hesitation. Without hesitation. I'm like, how do you have that much power? Like, girl. Listen, right. whenever he want to start acting crazy, honey, I'll block him, his mama, his daddy, his grandma. Anybody can get it at this point in my life. Because I don't have time. I don't have time for my, my peace to be disturbed, okay? Oh, I don't have, don't, time. We don't have time for that. We got things to do. Girl. So 2020 ain't canceled. We oh, still got things to do. Please say it because I am so tired of seeing people say that 2020 is canceled or they'll try again in 2021. Like, I don't know what God they serve, but my God is going to use all of this for his glory, okay? The latter will be greater. So I'm believing, that, listen, I'm believing the rest of this year is nothing but great things. Girl, 2020 That's is still my that. year. That's bad on that. Listen. Okay, ladies, so we're going to start these questions. Again, feel free, whatever the Lord lays on your heart, um, to share with the women that listen. And even some men, because we do have some male um, listeners. So whatever the Lord lays on your heart, share it. Okay, this is a safe space. Um, The first question um, is, what would the title of this season of your life be called? And please explain, like, why you gave it that title. Okay, so... Um, so, okay, so over on, like, my platform and my YouTube channel, like, I've been really kind of, like, uh, talking about this, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it kind of feels like I'm in this, like, incubator season, Mm -hmm. um, a season where, like, I am getting a lot of different nourishments, Mm -hmm. and I'm in a safe place, Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't always see it as that way Mm -hmm. I think I also felt like I was kind of like in isolation Mm -hmm. and I think language is so like the language you apply to a certain season is so important because Mm -hmm. I think that um although yes isolation may sound um negative Mm -hmm. there are also positives to that because Mm -hmm. you also can see what isolation is teaching you but I think for me I was like okay I need to make sure that I am in a safe place. I'm creating a a sort of like a secret place with God and I. So Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I'm just in like this incubator like Mm -hmm. season where God is like, listen, I need you to draw closer to me because there are Mm -hmm. things that I want you to see. There are revelations that I want you to to get before Mm -hmm. I allow you to mm-hmm. go into the next. So pay attention mm-hmm. and don't focus on the things that, um, yes, you have desires, but I want you to focus on the promise keeper and not the promise. Mm, that's and good. Yeah, like that's kind of how I feel right now. So I guess I would say, in a nutshell, um, the incubator season, I don't I like know. That. That's what I would say. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um. If I had to give this season a name, mm-hmm. I feel like this season has so many names, but um, the more recent discovery for me would probably be um, finding my real self. Ooh, um, and good. I say that because for years I've been, you know, finding out things about myself, developing more mm-hmm. into who I want to be, and, you know, networking and doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. But now that some things I've had to put away, some people I've had to separate myself from, mm-hmm. it's exposed a lot of the um, voided areas. Mm-hmm. And so now I have to uh, find out, okay, what belongs here? Um, what was there before that I need to make sure it doesn't fill that space again? And um, are the things that I've been devoting myself to really 
who and what I want to, you know, what I want to be in life. So mm-hmm. this season is really like, okay, God is like, okay, I'm getting all of these things out of your way. So find your real self in this and um, develop more of who I want you to be. Oh, that's, that's good. Awesome. That's good. good that's really good. My um, <laughs> my mentor, um, she said on our call on Sunday, she said, well, she asked us the question, what do you have to do now to prepare for who you want to become? So for a lot of us, that means we're going to have to let go some of our friends. That doesn't mean that they're bad people. That doesn't mean that, you know, they did something to us. That just means sometimes that, they can't go where we're going. And sometimes it means that we can't go where God is taking them. So I think that's very good that, because you're, how old are you, Janae? I will be 23. 23. 23. Yeah, at 23, at 22, I did not understand that. I didn't understand that. Like, I always heard that everybody can't go where you're going. Like, I always heard that. But I did not understand that. I didn't grasp that concept at the age of 22. So I think that it is very good that you understand that um and i love michelle how you said pay attention to your language like i said earlier so many people are saying 2020 is canceled like life and death lie in the power of your tongue so you have to be careful with the things that you are saying especially in a season that is so um sacred like you said earlier michelle um Mm -hmm. for me i would say that i would call this season laying the foundation And only because for the past few days that I've been like really focusing on God, I keep seeing and hearing the word foundation. Even when I start thinking about my husband and I'm like, okay, God, when it's going to be my turn, he'll automatically say, I need you to lay the foundation first. So I feel like this time is the time that God is really getting me prepared for what he's about to do in my life. And I truly believe that it's going to happen sooner than I realize it. And if I'm not ready, it's going to happen and I'm not going to be able to handle it properly. Kind of like this whole pandemic. Like we were not ready (laughs) for this pandemic. Teachers and superintendents, we never thought, oh, there may be a a possibility that one day a pandemic will take over and we can't go to school. The kids going to have to learn from home. You know what I'm saying? Or government officials, they never thought that this pandemic would take over. So they didn't have the proper things in place. And now we're running out of this and we're running out of that. So... Now is the time for us to get ready for whatever we are believing God to do. Absolutely. You know? So this season, I'm laying, are these weeks in quarantine, I'm laying the foundation. Because um, when God says it's my time, I want to be ready. I want to be prepared. Absolutely. You know? And it, it speaks to stewardship, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we stewarding our mm-hmm. um, mental health? How are we stewarding our finances? Mm-hmm. How are we stewarding our sexuality mm-hmm. how are we stewarding a lot of different things like mm-hmm. that's really important so i agree laying the foundation that's really good mm-hmm. especially in a time like this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. thank you okay y'all so i feel like before we can <clears throat> give advice on singleness we need to pinpoint some of the things that we deal with um, because at the end of the day, whoever listens to this show or this episode, I want them to know that they're not the only ones who go through what they're going through. So what are some of the things that y'all deal with, um, during singleness? And I want the ladies to know who are listening to this, that being single is not a bad thing. 
the season of singleness is a beautiful thing. It's very beautiful. But, of course, we're going to have our ups and our downs because, of course, it's spirit versus flesh. So our spirit will see the purpose of singleness, but our flesh and what it craves, it desires that companionship. It desires having someone there. Like, it's not going to always see the good in singleness. So what are some of the things that y'all deal with um, that don't feel so good during this time of singleness? Hey, you already know. Like this is that that's really good. Um, well, I feel like I have a very unique experience because mm-hmm. I think out of the ladies here, um, mm-hmm. I've actually been married before. I was mm-hmm. widowed at a very young age, 26 years old, and I was married for five years, right? Mm-hmm. So I had five years, you know, of mm-hmm. just marital experience. And I mm-hmm. think that um after that experience, for me, one of the things that I feel like I I guess you can say struggled with the most Mm -hmm. is identity. Mm -hmm. Um, Recognizing whose I was and like how he saw me, right? Mm -hmm. We belong to our father, God, our heavenly father. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of dismantle the fact that um, my wholeness and um, how I show up to the world has nothing to do Mm -hmm. with my marital status and Mm -hmm. everything to do with my identity as a daughter Mm -hmm. right because there are already things reserved for me Mm -hmm. as who I am already a Mm -hmm. child of God Mm -hmm. like period you know and I think that that's something that I always had to have to renew my mind in Mm -hmm. because we have this thing where we live below the promises that God has already given Mm -hmm. to us and who told us to do that like when we start to recognize who we belong to and who Mm -hmm. we are, that's Mm -hmm. when we really start living life and Mm -hmm. living freely Mm -hmm. because we know who we belong to. So Mm -hmm. I would say I always have to renew myself in that category. I always have to remember like, oh no, I don't belong to you Mm -hmm. or to you anxiety or Mm -hmm. to you, whatever, put insert whatever it is there. Um, But, but I belong to, I belong to God. Mm-hmm. I don't even belong to myself, mm-hmm. you know? So just remembering, like, my identity. That's good. Um, Something that I've struggled with is um, the fact that one of my love languages is giving myself. Mm-hmm. And in this season, I've had to retract a lot of the love, a lot of my giving, and I've had to not necessarily give more. Well, in some areas, I had to give more to myself. And in other areas, I had to start giving to other things and other people mm-hmm. that weren't necessarily my go-tos. Um, and so in that, you know, when you're used to having mm-hmm. a certain connection with a certain person or a certain thing, and that that connection isn't there anymore, you're trying to figure out, okay, mm-hmm. is this what I'm supposed to be doing? The new thing, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Or am mm-hmm. I just kind of testing the waters any and everywhere that I have access to? So mm-hmm. that's been one struggle. Another struggle has been um, within, you know, finding my real self, okay, making sure that the things that I'm discovering about myself are mm-hmm. things worth, you know, investing into or are there things that I need to be working on to change? Mm-hmm. So a lot of that. Okay. Um, I think for me, one thing I have been dealing with is, okay, well, two things. The first thing is understanding that I know for a fact that God has a husband for me. And I feel like that in-between time of, like, where you are now, 
where you're going, but also like reaching the promise, like Michelle said earlier, taking my focus so much off, like taking it off so much of the promise of marriage and focusing more on God. Because at the end of the day, whether I have a husband or not, I'm still who I am in God. Whether I meet him today or tomorrow, like I still am who I am in God because that's who God says I am. So not getting so caught up, like God, you promised me, you promised me this, and this desire is like really like it's weighing me down sometimes. Um, so that is one thing I have to deal with. So intentionally going to God, and even when I feel those desires and they start to get like uncontrollable, like just telling God, like God, I need you to like help your girl out, because I never want to make my desire for marriage an idol. Mm-hmm. I never want to make it an idol. Um, That's good. <laughs> Cause like you know, what I'm saying I've I've made a man my idol before, and I didn't do it on purpose. It just happened because that was my first boy, well, my first real boyfriend in college, and so I focused more on him than I focused on God, and I saw where that how I ended up with that. So I never want to put a man on the same pedestal as I put God. Right. Um, right. And then my second thing is. I will use sex and say, thank God, like I've been celibate for a month. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes. You know, progress. Okay. Progress. Okay. Progress, honey. Progress. But I will use sex. I had to be real with myself and say, Jess, okay, so yes, I like sex. But I realized that I was using sex only to have companionship. Now, was that companionship for a long time? Not so much, but I was using sex and I was using the person that I was having sex with just to say, I, just to fill a void for a short period of time. And then when they would leave, that void would still be there. So I have to constantly remind myself just that no one and nothing can fill your void the way that Jesus can. Kind of like the woman at the well, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing can quench my thirst the way that Jesus can. So I have to constantly remind myself because I know that. My spirit knows that. But this flesh is a whole nother story, honey. And I have to make my flesh submit daily to God. So. That's good. And to piggyback off of your um, your first point about like marriage and stuff Mm -hmm. and God not being there, you know, and you don't want to make the man the idol. Mm -hmm. Something that someone told me a long time ago Mm -hmm. is and I have to keep remembering it as, you know, I have my moments where I wish I'm in a relationship and all that. I'm just like, okay, well, I've told myself that I want to date to marry. I don't want to casually date anymore. Mm-hmm. So I want my next to be my last. And um, something I was told was, okay, you don't want to wait till you get to the altar and you're asking God to bless something he was never a part of. And then your marriage falls apart later. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Ooh, that's so good. But But even also, to piggyback on what you said, I think that that marriage idol is very real, mm-hmm. especially when you have grown up in the church. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's so funny. I was just listening to something earlier and how, you know, people will literally try to rush singles in their process of dating and all mm-hmm. this stuff and and end up, like what Janae said, end mm-hmm. up with the wrong person because mm-hmm. they didn't let the friendship or relationship 
time to breathe. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a whole nother topic, but mm-hmm. it really does speak to like not idolizing the promise mm-hmm. um, that God has already showed us or, mm-hmm. you know, in your case, just what you said, mm-hmm. but really focusing on the promise or the promise yeah. keeper. Like he's, he, he got it. Like right. he's yeah, he going to do it. So he got it. Exactly. Right. Y'all know what I thought about? <laughs> I was, I think I thought about this yesterday or the day before. Like, God is so good to me. Like, because, I mean, He's good to all of us, but I really thought about how all these people are having to cancel like their baby showers and their weddings. And I'm just like, God, you know, I would have been like torn up. If I had to cancel my wedding, if I had to cancel my baby showers, if I had to go into um, the daughter's office to get a, what's this, an ultrasound without my husband? Like, women are having to do that. Like, their husbands can't even go into their ultrasounds with them. And I'm like, you know what, God? Now I see why this was not my year because you already knew. Like, I just would not be able to. Like, the bread in me would be so upset if I literally had to push my wedding back another year like one of my homegirls she was supposed to be married or get married um next month and because the venue that she's getting married at doesn't have any other dates for this year she had to push her wedding date back to 2021 so i'm like some of us need to be thanking god that just like right now at this moment just wasn't our time now you know, he may have our husbands like, oh, our fiancés, our men or whatever, <laughs> you know, on the other side of COVID-19 of 2020, honey. But um, wait, OK, so why do, OK, this is a blind moment. COVID-19, but it's 2020. I just thought about that. Maybe because it started in 2019. I think maybe it's it's an actual like thing or maybe because it started in 19. OK. Maybe. I literally, Maybe. I totally just had a, like, a moment. <laughs> I thought about that today, but I was like, wait, it's starting to be 20, technically. Yeah, I'm just like, right. hmm. That's a, that's a good um, thought, actually. I just, I just had like a moment. Google that. Right, one. like, why is it called COVID-19 if it's 2020? <laughs> wow. Um, But, yeah, that was just a random thought. Like, God, thank you, because I really feel sorry for these women who, you know, having yeah. a pushback wedding dates and baby showers being canceled and... Right. Yeah. And I mean, we pray that God just like make it up in some way, yeah. you know, because it is kind of like heartbreaking. But I think that like God really does kind of know mm-hmm. the things he gives to people mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, trials and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I really do pray because that is kind of like you, you want it to be a certain way. Yeah. And like, unfortunately, it's not the way that thought. Like a lot of things in life, right? Right. It's not the way we but, thought life. Right. Hello. But it, that's a word right there by itself. Mm-hmm. Sell it. Okay. <laughs> so my next question, how do y'all deal with loneliness? I think, and people have to realize that there's a big difference between feeling lonely and being alone. Because you're never alone. Because God is always there with us. But our flesh does feel those moments of loneliness. So how do y'all deal with those moments when you're like, okay, there's nobody around. It's just me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm feel low I feel lonely yeah um well first of all I think the very like one of the most important things is to actually identify those moments Mm -hmm. right because if we're in denial about it Mm -hmm. then it's like we're constantly trying to fill that void Mm -hmm. of loneliness or feeling alone uh with work or with Mm -hmm. um sex or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that we're trying to fill it with Mm -hmm. right so I think that the first thing 
that's very important is actually not being in denial about it, like mm-hmm. recognizing this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, I think that um, I really do try to pour into my soul. Like mm-hmm. I love self-care and all that stuff, but I think that um, I, I kind of live by the notion of like making sure that my soul is good. Mm-hmm. So I write a lot. I journal a lot. Um, I pour out a lot. Um, but I also make room for God to pour into me. Right. Um, practical things that I do when I'm feeling that way mm-hmm. is um, I try to like either um, do things that make me uh, kind of feel good mm-hmm. in terms of like, um, I don't know, taking care of my hair mm-hmm. or um, inviting friends over when, when outside was open and that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that uh, what causes those feelings is idle time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you allow your mind and your heart to just be an idol. Yeah. I think it's really important to like not entertain um, that idleness and right. always have a flow um, and, and develop you. Like this right. is such a precious time for us women, mm-hmm. you know, our singleness is so precious. Mm-hmm. And um, the moment we can really tap into taking care of our souls when we feel that way is like the moment we can really see mm-hmm. the growth and the beauty of this whole season. Right. Yeah. Right. I know um, for me, oh, wait. Y'all, Zoom is so ghetto. <laughs> Oh, it's a- <laughs> it said this meeting will end in ten minutes. Oh, great! Now to remove the forty minute limit. Um, how do? I- okay, so if it ends, then I'm gonna just have to um call y'all back. Okay, <laughs> that is so right. ghetto. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, I had to realize like when this moment or this new norm started, um, that I did not like being by myself. So. Before this, I was like, yeah, I love being by myself. Like, I love it just being me, Netflix, and then chilling. But I also had options. Like, I didn't have to be by myself. Like, I had the option to go to brunch with my friends. I had the option to go over to my cousin's house. Like, I had options. But then when those options or those idols got snatched away, um, or those void fillers got snatched away, and I really had no choice but to just be with myself, I was like, okay. Okay, God, so I don't know how to be by myself. Like, I really don't enjoy it unless it is beneficial to me. And so now I'm learning how to be by myself. And it starts with, like you said, not being idle. That doesn't mean that you have to keep yourself busy all the time. But just knowing, like you said, what are your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What are your triggers? Like, what triggers you to make you think, Oh, I'm lonely. Kind of like Eve. Like Eve didn't. They didn't know. Adam and Eve didn't know they were naked until they bit the apple, right? So right, and they were like, right. "Oh my gosh, I'm naked." So what is it that triggers you to be like, "Oh wait, I feel lonely." You get what I'm saying? So for me, I am learning to identify those triggers and being real with God. Like, okay, God, right now. I need you to come and like, like I know you're here, but I really need to feel your presence. Like I need you to love on me, like. A little extra harder so I can, like, feel it. And and when I do that, somebody will send me a text or something just what I think is random, but God being intentional will happen to remind me, like, your love and that God sees you, you know? Mm, What about you, Janae? (laughs) Actually, that is something that 
I've actually been struggling with, um, mm. in all honesty, the past week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, like, staying up to, like, 2 or 3 o'clock. Just can't settle my mind. A lot of clutter. Mm-hmm. It's, like, just because, first of all, I'm overthinker. And like I tell you all the time, like, my attention span is really short. Mm-hmm. So... I can be focused on a thing and it could be pertaining to me or not pertaining to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I haven't talked to so-and-so in a while. Let me call them. And then, like, I'll just go on this calling spree, like, calling any and everybody that comes up. And I'm just like, okay, you know, you have this a long time. Why aren't you spending this time with yourself? Like, why aren't right. you devoting this time to things that you said you wanted to accomplish this mm-hmm. year or within this time frame? And mm-hmm. so that's actually something that I have been struggling with. But when mm-hmm. I am successful, a lot of times, like Michelle said, I acknowledge, okay, this is how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, what aspect of my loneliness needs the most attention Mm. and then from there I find things or a conversation or a devotional or a song I know you know music is my thing so I have a playlist I make playlists for my moods or the seasons that I'm in or if I'm fasting from something like Mm. say I'm fasting from talking to a certain um person or fasting Mm. from watching a certain TV show or listening to a certain genre of music, I mm-hmm. devote that time to focus in on those areas when I feel like, okay, I'm lonely and by myself. This That's is not so productive. Good. Mm-hmm. That's, so good. That's really good. That's really good. I, and I even like the whole like practicality of like the playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That's really good. That's mm-hmm. really good. You need to share yeah. with a playlist. Please do. Right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I love a good playlist, honey. <laughs> I'm here for it. Wow. Because it's so refreshing. Like, it literally helps change my mindset towards the situation. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what do I need to change my mood? Even mm-hmm. like, you know, we, at the church, we do a fast at, in January. Mm-hmm. And each year, I started last year, but I've like made it a thing each year. I'm going to make a, conse- um, a consecration playlist to say, okay, these are the things that I want to get in my spirit to mm-hmm. prepare me for after this is over or just the mindset that I want to stay in during this time. And I actually shared it. And a lot of people were like on the same tip in the same wave as me. And so I was like, okay, you might be onto something. I love that idea. Michelle, what would be your advice to someone who is feeling the exact same way that Janae just described? Um, Like just in search of like filling those like Mm -hmm. gaps, like Mm -hmm. the loneliness or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, um, you know, I, like I said, I am all about identity. So Mm -hmm. I think it's super fun to get to know you, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like really get to know who you are, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and what are the things that you like? I think that one of the positive things that I've kind of been able to, uh, discover in this kind of singleness again right Mm -hmm. being single again after um my husband passed away is just this Mm self-discovery like not seeing singleness as a punishment but rather Mm -hmm. seeing it as a moment where I I can really get to know me there are things that I in marriage that I was like that now I look back I'm like you know what I don't really like that right or I really didn't I wasn't really feeling that way or I wasn't really feeling that period and now I'm like oh, wait, I like this better. Or right. I like the way I wear my hair this way. Or I like the way I smell with this perfume. Or, you know, so there's so many. We're so dynamic and we're so intricate that um, sometimes I feel like we limit ourselves to just um, building ourselves toward marriage. Ooh, when we good. can really build ourselves to learn ourselves 
for ourselves. That's good. Right? And showing up for the people that we're here to serve. That's so good. Yeah, I think that's what I would say. Like, really have fun getting to know you. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, We're going to have to pause right here. (laughs) Let me stop the recording really fast. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm.